0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back from that quick break. Uh, Nick, I hinted at it. Let's talk some special teams. Uh, I know that you uh, saw something this last week that maybe caught your eye in, in terms of the special teams improving. What was that, and, and uh, how can the Broncos maybe build off that from last week to this week, and even you know going into next season? I know Jerry Rosberg won't likely be here, uh, but he is a special teams guy, and I wonder if he can, as he says, plant the seeds to uh, making the Broncos a better special teams unit? Because, Nick, the reality is the Broncos have not been good on special teams for several years.
0: Yeah, the idea is that you reap what you sow. And you, in order to do that, you have to plant those seeds. And as a guy who's spent a, a lifetime in the NFL doing just that, special teams, th- that requires the ability to identify guys who really want to play special teams. Because I can tell you, you have to be made of something different to play special teams. And if you're not wide receiver one or wide receiver two, that's kind of what you're doing. That, that's kind of the game plan that you've kind of entered in because that's where you're going to receive uh, most of your reps. And what Jerry Rosberg identified that wasn't taking place before, there's some hungry guys uh, on that Broncos uh, roster, guys who were elevated from the practice squad to the active roster. And on game day, that was their opportunity to showcase what they could do. And Jalen Virgil showed us both in the preseason and early on in the season that he was one of those guys who can make plays. But you can't really make plays if you are on the sideline, George. And Jerry Rosberg was putting a lot of those guys into the lineup so much so that he set Montreal, Washington, because he felt as though, hey, here's a young guy who still has to work on some of the fundamentals. But in the meantime, while he works on that and I work with him, I'm going to put some of these other guys in, in the game plan because I know they're eager to play. And I'll tell you this, when you're playing on special teams, man, and you know that, that that's your only thing that you're doing that day, you're playing all or uh, for the major special teams unit, man, you're lighting your hair on fire every single time, because that is your opportunity. You can't get to being a starter until you start there, because there's only 11 positions on both offense and defense. And if there's guys ahead of you already, why would the coaches tr- trust you? Right. Give me a reason to trust you, George, to think that, okay, I can put you in this situation and you're going to make plays and you're not going to do something where I just kind of like, well, I made a mistake putting you in there. So what Rosberg has done is identified a lot of those guys, got those guys in the game plan. And and more importantly, in special teams, George, sometimes you're going to have to start some of your, your starting players. That's just part of it. And most of those guys will be on the defensive side of the ball, and that's where Alex Singleton comes in. He's now the starting linebacker for the Denver Broncos, and he's one hell of a special teams player. So it's kind of like a gift and a curse for him, but we saw yesterday with his hunger, being a defensive guy, getting that opportunity to start, what he still can do, and he's capable of on special teams.
1: Yeah, I mean, Alex Singleton has obviously been sort of the MVP of the special team, and also maybe even the MVP of the team. Uh, When you talk about what he's been able to do this season, I I would argue he's maybe been their best free agent signing. Uh, And it's going to be interesting to see how the Broncos handle his contract. Uh, And Nick, you and I talked a little bit yesterday about that in in the sense that a lot of these guys that have contracts coming up probably don't know what's going to happen because the head coach isn't here yet. Um, And I think that the next head coach will probably have some say in that. So going to be interesting for him. But you did mention Montreal Washington, Nick, and I spoke with Montreal uh, yesterday in the locker room, and I just asked him, Nick. I just said, hey, man, how tough was last week for you? Because uh, obviously he, he's, he's played in every game. He's been their guy as their returner. Uh, obviously they showed a lot of confidence and faith in him, even drafting him where they did uh, a year ago. And he just said, hey, man, like, it wasn't tough at all. Uh, I, I can do other things on this team. Uh, I can play scout team. Uh, he talked about how uh, he, all week he ran that route that Justin Simmons ended up intercepting against the chiefs. He was that wide receiver all week. and said, you know, I helped on that play. And he goes, I know I can help this team in other ways. Uh, I can play on scout team. I can do this and that. But uh, to me, man, that it's a business and I understand I need to get better. Uh, and, and it wasn't tough at all for me. I, I can still help my teammates in different ways to me, Nick. That signals to me that Montreal one, is mature for a guy his age uh, to have that sort of perspective. And two, man, I don't know about you, but I'm rooting for this kid. Uh, and I know that some people might be frustrated with him. He hasn't turned out to be uh, you know, what a lot of people hoped he would be in the return game. I still think he can get there. I think the kid has shown uh, the juice at times, the potential of what he can be. Uh, I hope Jerry Rosberg can kind of help him these, these last two weeks. Uh, and I really hope to see Montrell kind of take a jump next year. Uh, I, I don't know about you, Nick, but he's been super impressive to me as, as a young man, um, and, and I really hope he can figure it out back there.
0: Well, you know, I hope the same thing for him, and I've been really impressed with uh, how he's handled the situation and based on what he said to you. I mean, th- this is a guy who who gets it. He understands it, and he's even in his first year to understand that, he's not where he needs to be at this moment. But at the same time, he also understands that there are more things that he can do. And I, I feel the same way because how he was utilized has kind of hurt him with coach Rosberg and just thinking that he's just a one trick pony. Because when we've seen, you know, Montreal Washington on the field, it was kind of those little jet sweep things where they dump it to him in the backfield, the blocking wasn't really there. So it made you think, well, maybe he is just a special teams guy. And I can tell you this, once you get labeled as just being that guy, that's the only way that you are seen. They don't even see you as a a wide receiver. So for him humbling himself, understanding what the situation is, willing to assist on special teams, that says a lot about him. And hopefully, uh, I don't know if he's going to play in this particular game, But I would like to see him in the game or in the season, rather, on a positive note. And maybe Justin Allen can get him involved with the offense as a wide receiver like he did last week with Albert Okawebunov.
1: Yeah, I mean, and Nick, I think back to training camp, uh, he tore it up in training yeah. camp. You know, he was he was a guy in training camp that you're like, this guy's going to help him on offense. Uh, you know, he's catching touchdown passes. He was doing all sorts of stuff. So uh, I still think he has a ton of ability. I think part of it is is a confidence thing, adjusting to uh, the game. I mean, I know yesterday, I, you know, I'm doing a, a rookie exit survey, Nick, and, and uh, I'm going all the rookies and kind of asking, similar questions. And I said, what's been the biggest surprise for you this year playing in the NFL? And he said two things, the crowds, uh, which obviously playing at a small school like Samford, he wasn't used to, uh, you know, that big of crowds at football games. And then he said Two, the speed of the game. And he said, those guys on kickoff, they get down there fast, man. He goes, I've never seen anything like that in my life, how fast those guys get down there. And I thought that that was interesting that, you know, he, he was able to admit that, and also, I think, again, it's, that's going to take time for a kid like that uh, for stuff to slow down. So I'm, I'm rooting for him. I think he's a, he's a great kid. Uh, and, again, I think he has the potential to be a really good player. They just have to utilize him the right way, like you said. So uh, that will definitely be interesting. Other than, than Montreux Washington, Nick, and, and Alex Singleton, who are some guys that have maybe stood out to you on special teams this year that the Broncos maybe, – maybe they're a French player. Maybe it's a rookie – um, I don't know, but who are some guys that maybe have stuck out to you on special teams that the Broncos should really consider bringing back next year? Or well, that have made an impact in a way that you're like, they need to be on special teams next year too.
0: I would say Brandon McManus. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Brandon McManus is definitely one of those guys who, who stick out to me. Uh, he's had his moments where uh, he you start to question – his accuracy, but when the Broncos needed him the most and offense was not moving the ball, a majority of points came from Brandon McManus. And you asked that question, and I was trying to think about other guys who probably stood out, but I I really can't think of a lot of guys because it takes me back to what Montreux Washington said to you, the speed of the game, how quickly guys really got down there uh, on him to press him to put him in a situation where he would press to try to make something happen instead of allowing the game to come to him. Because I feel as though the guys that are blocking up front for Montreal, those guys haven't done a great job. And being as though I've been the guy running down on kickoff, I've also been the guy blocking for a returner. That there's a special, once again, mindset that you have you have to have. And that mindset, when you are blocking for a guy like Montreal anyone in this league, my guy will not make the tackle. And I can't say that every guy feels that way because we've had a chance to walk around that locker room, talk to different guys. And in talking to different guys, there's a difference of opinion. I mean, it, the idea is that they don't think that every guy is dedicated to being a special teams player. And that's because some of those guys who are on special teams They're focused on being a starter. And because they're focused on being a starter, they can't be where their feet are and block from Montrell. So as we talk about issues with Montrell, and he has some things he needs to fix, but I think the biggest thing that you need to address is the fact that the guys are not doing a great job on pump return coverage or kickoff coverage, actually creating space so he can even make plays.
1: Yeah, there's not too many guys to highlight there. I, I will say, Nick, there's a couple guys at your former position that I think i have had had decent years on special teams, and, and I think one of them can end up maybe even being a starter next year on defense for him, and that's P.J. Locke, number one. I think he's had a, a pretty good year. Obviously, he's dealt with some injuries. And then, Nick, and maybe it's because I'm biased because he's, he's an Oklahoma guy. Oh, I, feel like,
0: think so?
1: <laughs> I think the Larry and Turner yells actually had a pretty decent year on special teams. I want to say that he behind Alex Singleton has the most tackles of anyone on special teams this year. So I feel like he's done uh you know, a, a decent job on special teams. So they've got a couple of young guys, but again, I mean, like you said, like a guy like PJ lock, I'm sure is thinking next year. He wants to be a starter on defense. He wants to maybe fill in that spot for cream Jackson. If cream Jackson doesn't return, which, I don't think he's going to, but we'll see, uh, you know, but and same with the and Turner. Yeah, I'm sure he's also going to be like, hey, I, I want to try and compete for a starting spot, too. But I think that the more willingness you have from young guys to say, you know, what, I'm going to find a role on special teams uh, and I'm going to do it to a high level, sort of like we've seen with Alex Singleton, do it both on special teams and defense. I think that's sort of the mentality you need with that unit going forward. But uh, I don't know, Nick, I, I feel like. Special teams is 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 has been an issue for this group for a long time, uh, long before I even got here. Special team, the special teams have not been great here, so uh, I feel like that really needs to be an emphasis this off season.
0: Well, it definitely needs to be emphasis and to build the right special teams unit. That unit is primarily built of defensive players, and the reason why is because once again, you have to be wired a certain way. Offensive guys are not really wired that way where they want to run down and run their body into another guy. Defensive guys, that's basically what you do. So it's funny you mentioned Turner Yale, and P.J. Locke. Those are two of the guys that I've spoken to in that locker room, and they have the right mentality. These are guys, when they make mistakes, they're upset with themselves. And to me, you're going to make mistakes in this game, but knowing as though that you can pick yourself up understand where your, your weaker points in your game, and they come out even stronger. Even, you know, Lamar Jackson, we haven't really got into him, but that's a guy that stepped in last week when DeMar Mathis got injured, and I just felt, you know, looking at his size along with uh, PS2, those are two big corners. Those are guys that can not only help on defense, but you can use Lamar Jackson on uh, special teams as well being a guy who I, who's either a jammer, that's a guy that prevents guys from running down uh, on, on punt team. But the, the Broncos have some pieces, they have some young guys, but they need to get more guys with that attitude.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And, and you know, George Payton's talked about it too, Nick. He, he's, he's talked about when, when he drafts guys in those later rounds, it's primarily can they play special teams for us? Uh, and I think that that's going to be an emphasis still moving forward for this group. So going to be interesting to see what they do uh, in the offseason. They bring anybody in. I'm sure they'll they'll draft some guys that they feel like can help them on special teams, too. And and again, I think some of those younger guys are definitely ones to circle in terms of, yeah, we're bringing him back because, uh, you know, he's a great special teams player. And I I think that that'll play a a role in the next 53-man roster. But, Nick, before we take a quick break, I don't know uh, if you have Twitter pulled up like I do on my laptop here but we just got a, a pretty good update on DeMar Hamlin for the Buffalo bills uh, per the bills Demar has shown remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours while still critically ill he has demonstrated that appear that he appears to be neurologically intact his lungs continue to heal and he is making steady progress uh, that's a great update uh, so I just wanted to share that that he's a remarkable improvement um, that's definitely something that's really good our thoughts and prayers are obviously still, with him and his family. Um, I know a lot of Broncos players talked about him yesterday. So to hear that news this morning, it's just great news.
0: That is uh, great news. And everyone's been waiting uh, to hear what was going to come on, what was going to happen. The first 24 hours are always tough. And you look at, you know, 48 hours later, trying to figure out what's uh, where his status is. Is he exactly improving? So uh, that's good news to hear, George.
1: It's great news. Great news. Um, but, Nick, we got to take a quick break, and then we'll dive into some of this uh, Broncos Chargers game, the season finale, Nick, coming up here on Sunday.